The rich and the powerful are visited with woe and exile in today's liturgy's readings, not for their wealth, but for their refusal to share it, not for their power, but for their indifference to the suffering at their door. The complacent leaders in today's first reading from the book of the prophet Amos feast on fine foods and wines, reveling while the house of Joseph, a symbol for the kingdom of Israel, collapses around them. Now, for the second week in a row, I want you to hear from the prophet Amos. Amos writes, Woe to those who lie upon beds of ivory and stretch themselves upon their couches. You know, kind of in this situation. And eat lambs from the flock. Now, I don't have a degree from A&M, but even I have to ask the question, just how long will your flock survive when you eat the babies? And calves from the midst of the stall. And again, I'm not an Aggie, but will your herd prosper when you dine on the young? who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp, and like David invent for themselves instruments of music, who drink wine in bowls. Designator driver said, I'll just have one drink. Who drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, they shall now be the first of those to go into exile. And the revelry of those who stretch themselves out on beds and couches of ivory shall pass away. When we go to the gospel this morning, the rich man symbolizes Israel's failure to keep the old covenant, to heed the commandments of Moses and the words of the prophets like Amos. And 700 years have passed since Amos, and now we're in the time of Jesus, and they're still not keeping the covenant. This is the same sin of the rulers in today's first reading. Born to the nation God favored first. They could claim Abraham literally as their father, but for their failure to give, their inheritance is taken away. The rulers are exiled from their homeland the rich man is punished with an exile far greater, eternity with a great chasm fixed 
between himself and God. In this world, in our world, the rich and the powerful, well, they make a name for themselves and dine sumptuously. Let's say, you know, maybe at a nice restaurant in Napa Valley where, and I checked the menu yesterday, your glass of wine, not a bowl, a glass of wine can run $2,200. A glass. While the poor remain anonymous, refused an invitation to their feasts. As I was coming to work this morning, I needed gasoline. Seven homeless folks right over there at the corner stop and rob. Two at the strip center directly across from the rectory and one you got to know where he hides tucked in with his bicycle behind the Kalachi factory. They're not just in other cities. They're not just in other towns. They are literally around us everywhere. But notice that the Lord today well, he knows Lazarus by name. The rich and powerful man? Mm -mm. No name. No name in this story. And he knows Joseph in his sufferings. As I said, while the leaders and the rich man have no name before God. Today's liturgy is a call to repentance for us, to heed the warning of one who was raised from the dead. Now, Jesus could have just as easily said, been there, done that, except that would have been a bit premature. Been there, going to do that. And think of the folks who will not listen, even if one should be raised from the dead. To lay hold of the eternal life, he promises, we must pursue righteousness. Keep the commandment of love, as St. Paul exhorts in today's second reading, the reading from the letter to St. Timothy. I could have, I could have, I didn't, but I could have. I could have boiled this whole homily down to five words. But the choir enjoys the break. <laughs> the Lord 
loves the just. That's what we sang in today's psalm. And in just a few minutes, the choir is going to go, have to go back to work. And during the offertory, they're going to lead us. Let justice roll like a river and wash all oppression away. Come, O God, and make us, move us, shake us. Come now and make us anew that we might love justice like you. Wake us, move us, shake us to our blindness and to that sense that we all carry in our heart. Well, I don't know, that's... that's that's really not about me. Wake us. Move us. Shake us. That we might love justice like you. And in this Eucharist today, we have a foretaste of the love that will be ours in the next life. When he will raise the lowly to the heavenly banquet with Abraham and the prophets and where we too will rest our heads on the bosom of Abraham. Amen.